Saturdays with Jenny on Kaya 959 on the street on the air. Well, as I said, we're celebrating success and nothing could be more successful, frankly, than Bookdash. And joining us on the line is Dorette Lowe, who is the director of Bookdash. But as soon as you open that Bookdash, the app, uh, you go to bookdash.org, you see a smiling child's face and that child is surrounded by books and you are urged to watch the video and you are told you can read free children's books. Bookdash, of course, is a South African social impact publisher of free books for very young children. I mean, they are littlies. Bookdash's vision, well, his vision is this. Every child should own a hundred books by the age of five before they enter school. Now think of the advantages those children will have in their lives. Let's go to Dorette Lowe, who is the director of this amazing, amazing organization. So Dorette, thank you for, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much, Jenny. Good morning and good morning to your listeners. Now listen, Bookdash, I'm sure it might have struggled in the early days, but it doesn't struggle anymore, does it? No. Actually, Jenny, from the beginning, the goodwill of the people who volunteer their time to make free children's books um, has just been astounding. So we started small, now we're no longer small, but since the beginning, it's been incredibly joyful and actually quite successful in a very small way initially, but now bigger. So, so for people who don't know Bookdash, because we've got lots of mums and dads listening, we've got lots of children listening. The latest uh, Bookdash uh, event took place on the 15th of May, and I know that it was a success. Explain to people what actually happens on Bookdash Day. So um, on a Bookdash Day, which is a 12-hour day starting at 9 o'clock on a Saturday morning and ending at 9 o'clock on the Saturday night, we start the day with nothing. And we end the day with brand new children's books that were made in the 12 hours. And the books are made by um, volunteers who are professionals in the creative industries. So we have writers and illustrators and designers and editors who all um, want to participate and who all collaborate in teams to make new books. So um, it's quite a long run-up to a book day. We uh, announced the event about two months in advance, and then people can send in their applications to us. We do only work with professional um, creatives because to actually start and complete a book in 12 hours, you need to have crackerjack professional skills. So people then apply, and we often get so many applications and yet we, we can only choose certain people because we can't manage bigger teams than that, you know? <laughs> so for this particular event, we had, I think, 150 people applying to participate, and we could, in the end, select 35 only. <laughs> How wonderful. So it means, I know, it means that we can select people that we know have the skills to, to do what's required. We can um, make sure that we've got a nice mix of people who are very experienced and some people who really are at the beginning of their um, creative careers to give them exposure and they even get a lot of mentorship and input on the day from the more established creators. So after we've collected the people to participate, the only thing that we've got before the Book Dash Day is a, is a kind of a very rough story idea that we get from each of the 10 writers. And we use that story idea then to match an illustrator and a designer and an editor to the story. But it's really on the day that those creative teams then collaborate and polish up the story and evolve it into something that's really 
enjoyable and fun for children to read with their parents. So obviously sometimes things change because you might have an illustrator who just knows that the words that they have got in front of them don't lend itself to illustration. And that's part of the creative tweaking process, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, so many things change from that rough story draft, which is why we ask the writers to not actually come with a story that they think is finished because then they might feel a little bit precious <laughs> about it. They must come with, with a completely open mind because mm. very often the illustrator would say, you know what, on this story spread, we don't need any words. I can show everything that you want to tell just through the pictures, for instance. Or the illustrator would say, you know what, the story is lovely, but like you've got 12 characters in here and we've got <laughs> very little time. Mm. Can we not reduce the number of characters and make the story stronger but simpler? Mm. So there's a lot that, and you know, Jenny, what's interesting is that very often after the book finish, we always ask the characters, you know, how it was for them. And they would often say that it's, it was one of the most rewarding collaborative creative experiences of their careers because often when we work in our day jobs, the creative process is quite linear. So someone has an idea, whether it's an ad agency or whether it's a traditional book publisher, so there would be an idea and then the illustrator gets briefed with with little room for input and then the designer gets given the words and the pictures and needs to put it together. Whereas at a book dash, everything is it's collaborative. Everything mm-hmm. is discussed and kind of agreed on and people find it immensely satisfying mm-hmm. from a professional perspective also. Listen, I, I think it's a wonderful it's a wonderful idea and I, I wonder whether there are other things that we could be doing that are as collaborative as this but have nothing to do with books. I mean, I'm, I, I, I don't know, but something just tells me that this collaborative thing, as long as it can be fun and there's a good outcome that's positive for, you know, people on the outside, I just think yeah. it's, it's like a... I'm almost thinking of, can't we franchise this, this wonderful thing? What's interesting is the idea generated in a kind of coding world where people have hackathons, which are very much the same concept. It's collaborative, it's fast-paced, it's a sprint, a creative sprint. Mm. So I think there are several industries where, where this kind of process can be very usefully used and is already usefully used. But, you know, what What also makes the BookDash model so amazing, and I wasn't part of conceptualizing the model, so I can really say that it is amazing and very innovative, but the books that are made are then also published under an open license on our website, which means that anyone in the world can use the books for their own purposes. So we get people who then download the books in parts of India that I've never heard of, for instance, where they where there's a minority language community, they have very few resources in their language, they translate our books and suddenly the children have books that they can read in their own language. Yeah. Or people adapt our books into animation, or people translate our books into sign language with 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 a video clip that goes with it. So, and, or people make audio books. And so it's just amazing how the books then travel the world, um, really, and reach corners that, that we would never have been able to reach if we had been sitting on copyright. And I was just listening to the news um, on, on your show before, you know, about the kind of the idea of almost open licensing the vaccine. Yes. You know, and, and it's, just, it's the same concept for the greater good. Sometimes if something doesn't have strict copyright rules, it can actually do a lot of good and travel very far. You, you, you must have absolutely outstanding sponsorship for this. I mean, I, I was looking around and you've got some very good sponsors, loyal sponsors as well, I dare say. Yes, absolutely. We've got um, 
people who've been sponsored and organizations and family trusts and private philanthropies and corporates that have been sponsoring us for several years. And, and you know, that for us is it's fantastic. The loyalty when um, an organization sees the impact of their funding. Because by now also uh, what we do with our books is we then, after they've been published, we source funding for um, printing the books. And we've by now printed and distributed 1.5 million books. Oh, my goodness. To children who would never never otherwise um, own books. So for us, book ownership is very important. So the creative process is part of what we do, but the physical distribution of actual books into the hands of children is very important. And when our sponsors and donors see that, and when they see the impact, and they can see that their money goes so far, because mm. our books are so affordable, because we don't have to pay to make them. <laughs> so the only cost that remains for us is printing. And when our sponsors and donors see that, and the impact, and how far their money goes, it's just such a winning combination mm-hmm. that they then, and we're very lucky and very humble, that they often become kind of you know, return return sponsors and return donors. Well, listen, it, it's absolutely fantastic because for anybody who's listening, if you've got children, if you've got, say, you're a grandparent and kids come around and, and whatever, maybe it's it's a family that can't afford to buy books, but you can go online. And and I mean, I'm, I think lots of schools must be using this uh, this as well. You simply go online to BookDash. It's BookDash.org. And, uh, and there are the books and you can choose, you can sit with a child next to you. They can actually physically choose the books from the picture on the cover and uh, you can sit and you can read it together you can't hold it unless you've got a physical copy but it is there and it is meant to be read online is it not so Dorette? Absolutely and um, just to say that our, our website is also data free which means that when you go to the website not only are the books free the content but you also don't use any data when you read on our website when you read the books and that is to obviously also increase accessibility for everyone and just the other thing to mention about the website is you can filter our books per, so just just say just uh, direct you're breaking up just repeat I'm that uh, just repeat that um, did you hear the bit about the data-free website? We, we know it's data-free, and then it's uh, after that that we lost you. I was saying that the other thing to do is to filter the books by language. There's a very easy to use filter because our books are translated into the 11 South African languages. So if you filter by, for instance, Zulu, you'll find all our books that are available online in Zulu and you can read in home language. And we know that that is hugely beneficial mm. also mm. for young children mm. to read in the language that they're most familiar with. And uh, and I mean the the uh, the research obviously on on children, particularly in a country like South Africa, where English is de facto the language. If you want to get ahead, if you don't have a solid grounding in your own language, you you it, it is it is almost impossible to expect little children and big children as well to be able to cope. I mean, mathematics I think is one that is now going to be available at universities in people's home languages. Yes, the transition to English is a very difficult. But, you know, topic. It's been well researched that that is one of the main reasons why we have low outcomes in our education sector. So the stronger your foundation is in your language, 
And that happens in the first five years, you know, even before you go to school, the better it is for a child and the, and the better their chances are of academic success. Well, listen, I, I just think that everybody listening, if just go and have a look and see what BookDash is actually doing. It really is. It's dead simple. You just go online, you go to bookdash.org and, and the whole thing unfolds. And from the moment you see the front page, from the moment you've got the home page and there's a little video, you can press the video, you understand it. It's so easy peasy and you're taken t- taken by the hand and you go through and if you've got children with you young, it's young children they can choose their own books and in their own language their own mother tongue I think it's fabulous Dorette I think you're my heroine <laughs> it's not me we're a big team of very dedicated people who just love what we do and I wanted to say that if you are going to be speaking to Lauren Birkus and Mohale Mashiko <laughs> um, live later yes. they have both written for Bookdash I know so, they have I know they have and they boast about it <laughs> they do actually yes. which is obviously very heartwarming for us yes I mean isn't their success absolutely extraordinary it is absolutely extraordinary yes. you know Lauren, um, mm. let's just celebrate that yes indeed thank you so much for speaking to us on a wonderful sparkling Saturday morning thank you so much Dorette Thank you, Jamie. Have a lovely day. And just remember, everybody, just go along to bookdash.org and just remember you, there are no data costs and books are available in, in a child's mother tongue. And that's got to be a huge advantage in, in anybody's language. Saturdays with Jenny. Every Saturday from 9 to 11 a.m. On Kaya 959. On the street. On the air.